0: Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Cory Mascara, and in today's episode we're going to talk about bringing more ease into your moment-to-moment experience. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so I've been doing a lot more walking meditation recently. I like to wake up early and I go for this long walk here in Palo Alto, usually about 40 minutes in each direction. At the end of one 40 minute, uh, one of the 40 minute legs, I'll sit down on a bench and I'll do some sitting meditation, then I'll walk back. And, uh, Whenever I'm trying to deepen my meditation practice, like adding more time to my day, I always do it by first increasing walking meditation because I find it just the least oppressive form of meditation on my nervous system. I get to be outside. I get to move. uh, But I'm simultaneously developing concentration, mindfulness, and awareness. And I also really appreciate walking meditation because it is training me to bring... A certain quality of awareness, relaxation, attunement, uh, compassion, uh, and ease to my moment-to-moment movement experience, if we could put it that way. Even though you know the movements I'm doing throughout, throughout the day aren't exclusively walking, there's something different about bringing uh, awareness to any form of movement rather than simply bringing awareness to like being still in meditation, which is incredibly important as well, and can take your concentration and practice to a whole nother level. Um, Stillness, that is. But one of the things that always comes up for me when I do more walking meditation is uh, seeing that there are there are two ways that I can orient to the practice. There are more than two ways, but I'm going to focus on two key ones that tend to come up there's that I can focus on one step at a time and really bring my concentration to my right foot my left foot my right foot my left foot and I will often start my sequence in that way since I'll be coming out of dreams my mind will be a bit all over the place and I just need to anchor it in the same way I might anchor my attention on my my breathing in a sitting meditation so I anchor right foot left foot right foot left foot but I also really appreciate more of this open awareness while walking, almost as if I am watching my body walking instead of feeling like, okay, bring the attention, right foot, now take the left step, now take the right step, the left step, all the attention there. It's more like, oh, the body's just walking and I am observing through awareness, not just sight, but observing this whole process happening observing my legs moving, almost as if I'm not really controlling that process, Uh, observing thoughts moving on my mind, observing how my eyes might want to look around and be curious and how they respond to different stimulation like a sound, a squirrel, a cricket, a light that turns on, a car that passes by. And just I'm watching how the whole system is interacting with the space around me. And that one always leads to a really deep ease because what, I, what I'm doing more than anything in that practice, and this is what anyone would really do in a contemplative practice, is I'm decoupling the sense of self from the experience I'm inhabiting the awareness that's just watching all of this unfold. And instead of it feeling like Corey is doing this, or Corey needs to walk a certain way, or Corey needs to focus, or Corey's getting somewhere, I'm just watching the minds and the thoughts interact with the body, and telling what the body to do, and the body just walking. And you could make the argument, and contemplative practitioners would make the argument, that 100% of your suffering and tension comes from the sense of uh, a self who is doing the world, a sense of Corey, he has an agenda, he's trying to do it right, doesn't want to get it wrong, wants to be really good. And when you can take that perspective of being like, oh, it's actually just a bunch of thoughts moving through my mind, they're activating emotions, they're not really my emotions, they are, but they're also not because I didn't ask them to come up, it was just I saw something, it triggered a thought, and the thought triggered an emotion, and then the emotion triggered more thoughts. And you look at it and you're like, wait, how much of that can I really take any ownership over? It's just this like series of cause and effect events that have started since birth or even before then. So with this open awareness while walking, you're, you're sort of just watching it all play out. Um, and it's in that watching that we can actually... Uh, really reduce the the extent to which we get attached to a sense of I, a me, an agenda, all the personal pronouns we, we get caught up in. And I really like walking meditation as a form of exploring that. Mainly because when we are doing movement in the world, we are so uh, attached to the idea of it is me doing this movement. It's me in the kitchen cleaning these dishes. It's me driving the car. It's me writing these emails. It's me choosing to do this and this. And can you just feel like it's almost that there's a burden of responsibility that comes with being you? And I'm not saying we need to, we should get rid of that burden because. We do need to take responsibility for ourselves, Um, and we can hold that with spaciousness, too, and be like, okay, yeah, I'm doing this, and I can also watch this process happening, watch it unfolding, watch myself cleaning the dish. It's like, oh, the hand is just cleaning the dish right now, and then the thought arises of, oh, I need to take out the compost, and then the eyes turn toward the compost, and you button that up tie it and it's like now i'm walking out the door and so all of that can be done with this spacious awareness where it's like each moment is is just an opportunity for not only meditation but to unhook yourself from the the attachment to ego and self that is the root of so much suffering and so if all of this sounds a little uh maybe a little philosophical, right? We're talking about the self, we're talking about the ego. Um, Then just make it really easy and drop in right now and just notice the sense of you and you listening to my voice and maybe you trying to understand it and then even the thought that you might have of, oh, I'm going to apply this to my life and I hope I do it right. Or even you trying to figure out does this even make sense? I don't know if I get this. I'm really struggling. I notice what that feels like. And instead of being associated in that, as if you were in the movie, just take a step back, as if you were sitting in the movie theater, watching it all on the movie screen. Watching your thoughts arise. Watching yourself listen to my voice. Watching whatever's happening in your body right now. And so it's it's in this reorientation that we can actually move from tension, contraction, or different forms of suffering to more ease, spaciousness, and freedom. And that's available to us in every single moment. So in this episode, I used walking meditation as a, a vehicle for exploring how we can Start to practice that. But it doesn't need to be through walking meditation. This can be through sitting meditation where you're just watching your body breathing rather than feeling like you're the one breathing. And it could just be something that you bring into your day-to-day in the way that we did in this like mini 30-second meditation that I guided you through where you just observe, oh, what's my relationship to what is coming up right now? Am I entrenched, enmeshed, absorbed in it? and what would it feel like what would the experience be to just zoom out a bit and watch all of this unfolding as if i were watching a movie or as if i were watching it unfold in someone else's experience once you can do this you can really start to access much more ease in your life so hope that gives you something to think about on your journey of practicing human If you'd like to join the upcoming masterclass on resilience, I am going to be going into the science, the psychology, my latest tips, thoughts, practices on all things resilience, including all the things we get wrong when trying to be resilient that actually cause more harm than good. Then you can register at coreymascara.com forward slash masterclass. This is coming up Wednesday, September 29th, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, you do not need to attend live. If you'd like to get access to the recording and all the follow-up resources that come with it, you can just register beforehand and you'll get the link afterwards and you can watch it at your leisure. About 50% of people do that, so no need to be there live. I get a lot of questions on that, so I'm really just saying it here now so I don't have to respond via email or DM. would love to have you there. Um, in the meantime, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And until then, take care.